0: Big win for the University of Utah over Washington. I think a couple of years ago, Utah would have lost that game. Yeah. Coach Witt reshuffled the deck with the offensive line, fixed what was the problem, and then Tyler Huntley went to work. When yeah. he had an opportunity to do it, he stepped up and got it done. Great coaching,
1: and then great job from the players to never quit and win the game. Tyler Huntley is a freaking stud. Think about his improvement in his time at Utah. Andy Ludwig deserves a lot of credit for that, but he deserves the credit for turning himself into a real quarterback that can lead his team to victory, and that's exactly what he did. Count me impressed. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated. The conversation around here, Chris, of course, is Mike Conley's struggles. Can you
2: talk about what's going on with Mike and what you expect going forward? It's hard to say exactly what's going on, except you do have to remember Mike Conley has played, for the most part, one style for much of his professional career, and coming to the Jazz, trying to adjust as the playmaker in Quinn Snyder's offense, and finding chemistry with Donovan Mitchell. I think those are real things. I will not say I I'm not shocked that Mike's had the troubles he's had, but I do think that he's too talented, too smart, and too good a basketball player not to figure it out.
0: BYU smashed Utah State, and I know the wheels were wobbling with the Aggies a little bit coming into this game, but that is not the outcome I anticipated.
1: BYU just ran over the Aggies. They sure did. BYU's defense has struggled against the run, limiting the Aggies to 127 rushing yards. And the offense, they have 418 passing yards in that game. This is now BYU beating two out of their three
0: rivals. Are you extend Kalani or don't extend Kalani? There
1: are some things that could be done better, but I think he should be extended. I think he's the right man for the job. And I didn't need to see that game to think. Did you know that Salt Lake County Jail has Google reviews? I did not know that. A lot of four or five star reviews? It's or? got overall three stars and
0: 57 reviews. How about this one? If you have to go to jail, it's okay. However, the food is not the best and customer service stinks. However, the ankle monitor staff provides excellent motivation not to go back to this establishment. Wow. Okay. How about this five-star? The officers were very nice, handcuffed me quite gently, even turned on the AC for me. I'm recommending this place to friends and family from now on. Five out of five. Definitely getting arrested here again. (laughs) Stuart Mandel of The Athletic. Where are you at on the Utes right now?
2: They've been very impressive. This is the first time in years that they have a quarterback who's extremely efficient. Right now, I'd say he's been the best quarterback in the Pac-12 this season. I think they're in really good shape as long as
1: he stays healthy, Zach Moss stays healthy. I fully expect to see them in Santa Clara, and I would be surprised if They're not 11-1 going into that. If they were to beat Oregon, if all that happened, do they have a shot at a playoff spot? At the very least, they would be in the thick of it, and the fact that they would probably beat a top-ten team in the Pac-12 championship game would certainly help. What local athlete would make a great representative in office? Well, athletes, there's one obvious answer. Who? (laughs) Donovan
0: Mitchell comes to mind, no? (laughs) I think he's a really good communicator. He seems very smart.
1: He's 22
0: years old. We're talking about athletes, Gordon. We're not talking about 60 year olds. They're all young. <laughs> I
1: know, but some have a little more experience than that. What are you, an ageist? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, young people are smart, too. Is he a boomer? Well, he's 22. He couldn't
3: know. possibly know how to do anything. No, I'm, not,
1: I'm not saying that. Typical
3: baby boomer rhetoric right, right. there.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> not at all.
4: Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show. With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by... Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working.
1: Let's get rolling.
4: This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280
3: The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show presented by Mountain America. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call 1 800 748 4320. It is the big show. That was Sounds of the Week. Put together by yours truly. I'm Austin Horton. Sounds of the Week brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and every, end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24 7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I 80 in Redwood Road. Park, Ride, and Save Diamond Airport Parking. It is a Friday. It is the big show. They are out live at Bullfrog Spas, 668 West, 14600 South in Bluffdale. Now, there's an easier way to remember that address. Bullfrog Spas out in Bluffdale, 668 West, 146 South. So, 668 West, 146 South in Bluffdale, Bullfrog Spas. They've got uh, the clearance... Items, the scratch of dead, everything out there at Bullfrog Spa, Bullfrog Spas for their Veterans Day weekend sale. Make sure you get out there and check out what they have to offer you. And we'll uh, hook you up with some jazz gear and other goodies and freebies there at Bullfrog Spas. Jazz gear, jazz hats, jazz shirts. Uh, sometimes we have jazz little desk ornaments. All kinds of swag. 8, 5, uh, 668 West, 146 South in Bluffdale at Bullfrog Spas. Coming up today on the big show... You've got your NBA daily assist just after 4 o'clock with Howard Beck of Bleacher Report. Also, Jordan Pendleton, former BYU linebacker, will uh, join us uh, again. He's missed a couple weeks here because of high school playoffs and BYU bye week. Excited to run uh, BYU's current situation by Jordan Pendleton, who's never afraid to tell the truth and how he feels, uh, regardless of what it might do uh, to uh, people's feelings. He tells the truth. He tells it how it is. That's why we love having him on BYU hosting Liberty tomorrow. Uh, The game itself, not as much glitz and glam as a typical college football weekend would have, but BYU with a chance to improve and show that they uh, have improved their morale, their mentality, their approach, their practicing, their coaching, it can all show up big time against the Liberty Flames tomorrow. And then uh, hopefully we'll hear from Matt Harpring, fingers crossed, in the 5 o'clock hour as the Jazz are hosting the Milwaukee Milwaukee Bucks tonight at Vivint Smart Home Arena. If you missed the shoot-around show earlier today during Tony and Austin, each and every home game for the Jazz, we have a shoot-around show at Zion's Big Basketball Campus where we interview uh, the players and uh, Coach Snyder about that night's upcoming game, and uh, that's available for you at 1280thezone.com. You heard from Jeff Green uh, today at the shoot-around show, so make sure you get on dot uh, com and see what Mr. Green had to say about tonight's opponent. All right, but right now, big-time uh, NBA writer Sam Amick, who is on every single Thursday right here on the big show at 4 o'clock for the NBA Daily Assist, he joined the show yesterday, and I wanted to run this back uh, today anyway before uh, uh, Jake and Gordon uh, were, were down at Bullfrog Spas. We'll get to them in just a minute, but it works out that I can play it here Because I I know a lot of people did catch this uh, conversation yesterday. But for those who caught it, you're going to want to hear it again. And those who missed it, you definitely don't want to miss it this time around. Uh, Mike Conley did a sit-down one-on-one with Sam Amick. And Amick uh, profiled him in The Athletic this week. So Sam joined the big show yesterday to talk about that. And uh, the, the newest Jazz point guard struggles. His slow start to the season and where to go from here. Here he is, Mike Conley. The profile or the subject of the profile by Sam Amick here on The Big Show.
4: It's time for your NBA Daily Assist. Now, senior NBA writer Sam Amick on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: Out to the Zone phone we go. The Sprint special guest line: lease any handset for ninety nine. Uh, excuse me, lease any handset and get an iPad for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. G, uh, joining a senior NBA rider for the Athletic, our friend Sam Amick. Hi, Sam. How are you today?
2: Hey guys, doing great. Good afternoon.
0: So we were just talking about how we were looking forward to asking you about uh, your experience watching the Jazz in person against Sacramento last Friday, but now we're almost scared to do so.
2: <laughs> it wasn't I the mean, highlight. they had a nice win. I, I figure you'd want to talk about the Philly game. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Much better performance. That, yeah, they went a little better for them. I mean, listen, that Kings game, you know, Sacramento was desperate. They were... at the time, I believe, and they're at home. And so, you know, that's the human component of the game where they were fighting at a pretty high level. And, you know, it was interesting to see in terms of, like, the inner dynamics with the Jazz. After that game, they were certainly frustrated. And, you know, and, and I wrote a little bit about this, but, like, before I talked to Mike Conley, after that game, you, know, you can see the, these little conversations that are going on between these people who are still learning one another. So Mike and Rudy Gobert were, were kind of breaking it down as far as where the missed opportunities were. I remember you know, Rudy made a point about how they just got to get their, their operation correct on the road, because in his mind, like if you get it where you want it on the road, then you're just going to be even more dominant at home. And so, and then they kind of drilled down with a lot more specifics from there. I mean, you can tell that they are learning one another even though you have, you know, people in Donovan Mitchell and Rudy and Joe Ingles and that crew that has been doing this together for a while. Mike and and, you know, similarly uh, Boyan Bogdanovic, you know, those are new crucial pieces and they're still finding their way.
1: You know Sam you you almost predicted this because I remember when we talked with you you said I wonder if the Kings will come out desperate and inspired to uh to reverse their fortunes a little bit and and I thought that's exactly what they did and I I haven't watched a lot of Kings games but I thought they played pretty well that night
2: No they did and to be honest they've um you know this is like not a good time to be pulling silver linings already but Um, they have, you know, they're they're kind of the silver linings champion at the moment. They had a loss against Denver where they played really well, but Denver's just a better team and they couldn't pull it out. Um, the, the worst loss they've had is Charlotte at home. That's the one that is pretty inexcusable. But then even last night they go to Toronto and I know there's no Kawhi Leonard, but still a very good Raptors team that is now five and two and they competed and they lose by four. You know, they've looked better in the last few games. It started with the Jazz game, then they, uh, they they dominated New York at the Garden and then dropped that game last night. They just, you know, now they're behind the eight ball and, and you know, I think uh, whatever it is, two and six at this point. But it's just, uh, you know, the sample size being small at the start of the year, we all have a tendency to, you know, the fans certainly to panic and and you wonder which direction it's going. But they've had, you know, some good moments. That Jazz win was easily the best one for them.
1: It's interesting that a team can do that. That on a certain occasion they can rally themselves, you know. Because the Jazz are a better team than the Kings, so I don't think you're going to get much of an argument anywhere. But in that right. in that last moment when the Jazz didn't block out and they scored, I think it was Harrison Barnes, wasn't it? Who scored that yeah. mm-hmm. that second chance point and uh, and the Jazz uh, get get beat. So I don't know. I, I guess that's encouraging for teams that may not have you know the best talent.
2: Well, listen, I mean, I think they've they've got decent talent. Now, they lost Marvin Bagley to a thumb injury for six to eight weeks, and that's a tough blow. Uh, But to your point, Gordon, like, locally, the level of anxiety was at an extremely high level. You got a new coach. You know, I sat down with Luke Walton going into that game and, you know, had a fairly in-depth chat about their problems, and I don't think that Luke was going to get fired or Vlade Divac was going to get fired, but Even the fact that those questions were already being asked. I mean, if if 0-5 becomes 0-8, then it's pro sports, right? So, you know, you don't know what that's going to cause. And so it it is something that, you you know, that's when the desperation kicks in and, and they pull off a W like that one.
0: Sam Amick of The Athletic with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, Sam, you alluded to it earlier. You did have a chance to have a conversation with Mike Conley and kind of smack dab in the middle of his struggles. That and He played a little better last night, so Jazz fans hoping he pulls out of it a little bit. But uh, fascinating conversation. What I, I guess what really stood out to you, or, or did you learn something, or were you surprised uh, about something uh, that he said in that interview?
2: Probably just how personally he's taking – the whole experience. I mean, I think a lot of guys like we know that if you make a list of, you know, NBA stars who have not been all stars, Mike Connolly's probably number one on that list. He's a high level player who hasn't gotten that nod, but he's kind of considered that level. So that kind of accomplishment combined with twelve years, you know, somewhere else in Memphis, um, I think a lot of players in his position would come into a situation like Utah and essentially just kind of, you know, try to fit in quickly, do their best, but not take it so personally. And he admitted that he really has been, that he wanted the Jazz Nation to, you know, kind of learn his game and learn who he is as a person, as a competitor, and put on a good show and, and almost reintroduce himself to a whole new audience. And he was disappointed that it hadn't gone very well early on. Now he's had a couple breakout games. You now, last night, the number that jumped out to me certainly that... It shows a good night for the Jazz. It was a plus 19. Like you know, his, he's a little bit inefficient from the field, but your point guard turning in a plus 19 every night, you're going to be in good shape. So, um, but he just talked about the pressure he put on himself, how lonely of an experience it was, because not only was he trying to get used to the new surroundings, he talked about the basketball language with Quinn Snyder versus you know his Grizzlies coaches in the past, and how you know Quinn would drop certain terminologies about about different plays and, you know, Rudy and Donovan and Joe and those guys know exactly what it means and their brains are instantly telling them where to go and what to do. And Donovan is just a step slow. I'm sorry. uh, Mike is a step slow because he's not familiar with it. And, you know, on top of all the basketball stuff, I think some of the stuff we forget about occasionally is just the life stuff. So he's got kids, you know, he's got a family and, you know, trying to get them situated in town and, and get everybody comfortable. They lived in a hotel for a while, and then they're moving over to a, a new place, and, and that's all happening while he's, you know, trying to, to, to compete at a high level.
1: Yes, yeah, Sam. And the other thing I didn't really know was that he traditionally starts slow, and so that all of that combines exactly what you described. What'd you make of the game overall last night? If you were able to see uh, more than a few minutes of it,
2: I didn't see a ton. I tried to watch the. Uh, the condensed version today. I don't know if you guys have ever tried that on a league pass. Um, It's usually a great option today. I'm not sure why it was malfunctioning to where it was all the weirdest camera angles you could possibly imagine. So it didn't quite give me what I needed. I mean, it looks like, I mean, you're talking about a a high-level win. That's a Sixers team that had Joel Embiid back from his two-game suspension, you know, and and had – they had Simmons last night, didn't they? When did he get did, hurt?
1: The, he got hurt in the second quarter. He played 10 minutes. So. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, still, I mean, that, that's obviously to the, the Utah's advantage. But a quality win. I mean, Philly was the only undefeated team until a couple games ago. And, you know, I, I just think that all season long, this Jazz team is going to be so interesting to monitor and to watch because, you know, in the media – myself included we are definitely guilty of being obsessed with like the kind of the sexiness of the dynamic duo approach with these these different elite teams and so we will fixate on Westbrook and Harden and Houston and LeBron and AD with the Lakers and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers and and the Jazz have like a humble man's version of that but it's just not the same type of marquee uh, name and Donovan is your star and Rudy is a one of a kind Force defensively, and a guy who never gets enough credit offensively. But it's it's not you know as clean of a dynamic duo kind of arrangement as some of these other squads. But but it's a five man game, it's an eight man game really, and they're deep, and they have more scoring than they have in the past, at least in terms of options. And and uh, and I, I'm probably going to write something in the somewhat near future about talking to Donovan about that stuff and about how you know he smiles a lot more these days when he looks out. To his left and his right, and he sees options like a Mike Conley and a Bogdanovich, and you know, in addition to what they had before. So, I think they're going to just get better as the season goes along.
0: Sam, I want to ask you about load management. I know you've uh, you've written a little bit about this uh, up at the Athletic, and I want to ask you this question: Why is it such? a big deal right now? Is it simply because the Kawhi's missed two nationally televised games? Because he missed 20 games last year, so it's not like this is new. Greg Popovich basically started this load management thing, what, Gordon, you know, 10 years ago with Tony Parker and and Tim Duncan. Why all of a sudden is it an extreme hot-and-button issue today?
2: I think mainly because the league set up a schedule in which um, they had – back-to-back games for the Clippers that were on national television. And from the Clippers' vantage point, it puts them in a challenging spot because you are going to tick off the NBA no matter what. You know, the the, the perfect scenario would be a Wednesday game against Charlotte that's not on national TV and nobody really cares if Kawhi sits, and then Thursday night against Milwaukee and Giannis out of the Kumpo, something like that. Instead, it was against Milwaukee and then against Portland tonight, and and they chose to have Kawhi sit against Milwaukee. But the reason it's such a loud topic is the most obvious thing is that it's an ESPN game, and their ratings, you know, it's safe to assume, took a major dive because of Kawhi's decision to sit. And on top of that, you know, Adam Silver last summer had indicated that the league was going to push back against load management. And, you know, if you didn't have an injury reason for sitting, they didn't want their stars, um, you know, on the sideline when so many people pay good money to be there and watch them and then also tune in. And really, I think TV drives this whole thing because, and we've had some good reporting about this at our place, ratings went down last year. And part of it, I think, is because LeBron went from the East Coast to the West Coast and you lose a lot of viewership on the East Coast when that's the case because of the time change. But, Whatever the reason, the NBA is making it a major priority to get that thing going back in the other direction now. Kawhi Leonard on the sideline for an ESPN game on a Wednesday night is not how you do that. So um, that's why it's a story, and also because it was very bizarre yesterday where the Clippers had been, I think, kind of sloppy with their messaging, and some people within the Clippers making it seem like it was just 100% load management with no health or injury situation related to it. And then the NBA putting out a public statement saying, no, he has a a knee injury. And that's why we are not, you know, that's why we are basically saying it's not a breach of protocol, but, you know, kind of like telling different stories. And that made the whole thing even more confusing. So Sam,
1: I bring this up with you in part because Jake has a tendency to hate on Whichever team his friends root for, true,
0: right, right. True fact. Jake? Yes, indeed. That's why I don't like the Delaware Mudhands.
1: Oh well. So Sam, you probably know people who are like that, right? Uh, I I uh, I got an email from one of these tracking devices that uh, they they track uh, hatred, sports hate for various teams. And at the start of the – through this point in the NBA season, they were tracking phrases such as I hate such and such a team on, on Twitter. And what team do you think got the most hate, if you were to guess? I'm putting you on the spot here, but what team?
2: Oh, I mean, I'm going to – I feel like Lakers is who comes to mind first. In,
1: indeed. The Lakers were, got the most hate on, in 34 of the 50 states. The Warriors, eleven states. I guess those in those states they are appreciating the fact uh, or anticipating the Warriors' complete demise. The Clippers in three states, and the Rockets in two states. And I bring that up because Utah was one of those two states that uh, the, the most hate was. They didn't in, like the
2: Rockets at the really? Rockets.
1: Yeah, that surprised me. I thought they would jump in on the Lakers too. Is this a matter of sure. – what, what does this battles. mean? What does this mean really? I mean, what is it because LeBron is with the Lakers because of the success of the Lakers through the years everyone hates uh franchises that seem to be I don't know, above others or what?
2: Yeah, I think it's I mean it's a, it's a perfect storm of like that 34 probably would have been in the in the high 20s even without LeBron. Like, I think that's the history, uh, and I shouldn't admit that I'm forgetting this. I always forget which franchise has 16 titles versus uh, 17. I think the Lakers are at 16 because the the Celtics are 17. But, you know, regardless, all that success, and with it, a massively loud and obnoxious fan base, (laughs) That, and I'm not trying to paint with that broad of a brush, but I think the folks who don't, like the Lakers, that's the way they see the world. Um, and, and, it's you know, not only do they have what everybody else wants in terms of that level of championship history, but, you know, they, they make sure you hear about it. I mean, they just they have a huge fan base. You know, it's, we see it in the media. When I write about the Lakers, you know, versus the Jazz or more, you know, small market teams, certainly the numbers are different. The level of interest is different. The you know the type of discourse is different. So then you add LeBron, who at different times in his career has been you know the most kind of despised NBA star of them all. Or at least at at his personal you know peak in that area back in 2010 with the decision and everything that came with that. You know it, it makes sense to me. It's not surprising. I, I probably would have I would have guessed that the Warriors number was higher. I mean, there's been a similar feeling about the Warriors in recent years, and and maybe that just speaks again to the totality of it all and the fact that the Lakers, like as long as the Warriors' run was, it still pales in comparison to what the Lakers have been able to do, you know, going back half a a century, really.
1: It reminds me, about three or four years ago, Sam, there was uh, somebody wrote something at one of the outlets. Uh, nationally, and they were saying that the Jazz were the most likable team in the NBA. And I remember when that came out, I thought, wait a second, is that a good thing? (laughs) (laughs) Because usually, like you said, people, uh, sports hate, if that's the term, uh, teams that are really successful and they're jealous of. And I imagine as the Jazz continue to improve, uh, they may become less popular.
2: Well, it reminds me, of, it's got kind of a little bit like the, the the Cubs, you know, lovable losers in baseball. I mean, that's not necessarily the tag you want. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. This is not exactly what you were saying, Gordon, but last night got a chance to say hello to to former, uh, you know, kind of jazz fan favorite Kyle Korver. Mm. And and I believe they're coming in soon because he mentioned that he'd be seeing, you know, the old jazz crowd. And Kyle was and I were kind of having a laugh about how, I was, to be honest, I was telling him how this jazz crew from a media standpoint is one of my favorites in the league. Quinn Snyder is a joy to talk to in front of office with Dennis Lindsay, Justin Zanuck and those guys, uh, David Morway, and all the way down the line, you know, and and the players who you got some some pretty neat human beings, I think, in that locker room. Kyle kind of laughed. He goes, yeah, it wasn't that long ago when, when he was there, when it wasn't, you know, it was good people, but not as media friendly, you know. The the legend Jerry Sloan wasn't looking to to break down any X's and O's with media types who didn't understand what he was doing. That just wasn't his style. Uh, You know, Darren Williams at different times had an edge with with the media. And so a different vibe. You know, this group, uh, I don't know that I would, if you call them, you know, likable and relatable, um, I think they can pull that off while also being a a really, really good team that's going to make a ton of noise this season.
1: Yeah, the Jazz are playing the Bucks on Friday Friday. Night. Yeah, so we'll see him Friday.
2: Right.
3: There you go. That's Sam Amick of The Athletic. He joined the big show yesterday. He does each and every Thursday at 4 o'clock for the NBA Daily Assist. Fascinating stuff there from our guy Sam Amick. Howard Beck will give you your NBA Daily Assist coming up at 4 o'clock today. The guys, Jake and Gordon, are out of Bullfrog Spas, 668 West, 146 South in Bluffdale. By the way, a few numbers I just put together. Jazz rebound differentials this season. It's going to be a big deal, I think, the rest of the first early part of the season, at least, to see how the Jazz overcome, uh, particularly the absence of Ed Davis who has similar rebounding numbers to Rudy Gobert. People forget about that and don't give enough credit there to Ed. Uh, but uh, how they're going to handle that going forward in this next little while I think is important. But the, the differentials so far this season, when it comes to total rebounds, the Jazz and their opponents break even at plus zero. So the the opponent doesn't have more than the Jazz. The Jazz don't have more than the opponent. The defensive side of the rebounding, the Jazz are plus 27 over their their opponent, but contrast that with the offensive output and their minus twenty one there for a net of plus six. But what was impressive is the difference from the Clipper the game that they lost against the Clippers to the win against the Sixers. And keep in mind the Sixers are the best rebounding team in the league. The Jazz jumped from minus twenty two in total rebounds to plus twenty three against the the, uh, the the Sixers. I'm comparing the two games. They went uh, offensively, they got 19 more, a plus 19 differential and defensively a plus six differential. They certainly took advantage of those second half o- or second chance opportunities much different against the Sixers than it was against the Clippers uh, for the Utah Jazz. Uh, and then in fact they, they won 50 to 42 in the rebounding against the Sixers and they were 15 to 10 in second chance points against Philadelphia. All right, coming up next. We'll catch uh, the guys out at Bluffdale, uh, the Bullfrog Spas, 668 West, 146 South in Bluffdale. Make sure you get out there, get some jazz gear. The big show rolls along next. This is DJ and PK.
2: Kyle Gunther, former Ute. I don't know if they've ever received
4: this much positive publicity, and it makes me a little nervous, and I know it does, Kyle, that everything is so great and they're getting so many compliments. This is the best Utah football team maybe ever. The Utes are primed to close out their season with three straight wins, and I think they're a Rose Bowl-caliber team. It is tough when you start to get adulation, when you start to get people saying nice things about you, but also, this is a talented group. You know, Elvis Presley used to dance because he knew he was pretty, and he was a talented rock and roll musician. The youth are talented, and they know they're talented. And sometimes that's what swagger is. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. been through the evening singing dreams inside my head i'm out i've got some ends say they care and
0: they just might I'll run away with you we're here the big show gordon monson Jig scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone welcome on in we are live today from bullfrog spas in bluffdale we'll uh, we'll tell the story on why we're a little late getting on the air here momentarily but we do want to get things started the right way and that's why cindy from bullfrog spas is with us our good friend back Hello. on the big show cindy first of all it is great to see you how good are you? To see
5: you i'm doing great
0: things yeah. around here uh, seem busy that's yeah, good
5: it is very busy see what's a what, good
1: time jake what you don't know is that this whole place falls apart without cindy well that's a fact <laughs> yeah, yeah i've uh, known that for a while <laughs> okay,
0: now all right. uh, Just actually to make that so. clear uh the weather is beautiful and you guys have the tent out in the parking lot and when the tents go up the prices of course go down You're Right, and uh, we have a huge sale this weekend.
5: Yeah, we're clearing out all of our overstocks, our scratch and dents, um, refurbished models. We also have 2019 scratch and dents that we've marked down. So it's a really, really good time to buy.
0: I tell people this all the all the time. We are so fortunate to have Bullfrog here because you guys send spas all over the world. So it's it's this you know this this great company everybody's clamoring to get it. and since we have you here locally, we get these deals that nobody else does. Right. These incredible these incredible scratch and dent deals.
5: Yeah, savings up to 35% off of MSRP. So it's really That's good. Awesome. It's a good time and plus we're doing the 36 months interest free financing
0: oh so now is the time take yeah. advantage of it and with ski season and the cold weather right around the corner
1: gordon you uh you are a proud bullfrog owner i am and uh i bought that bullfrog spot before i even knew cindy or dan or anybody else around here and uh, we love it yeah it's good for us individually it's good for the family it's a good uh, sort of rallying place where everybody likes to come and Man, if you want to, to feel, if you if you want to make your body feel good and relaxed, uh, I can't think of much better.
5: I I'm definitely getting in my ton, mine tonight. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: What do you What do you like best about it?
5: I, I like the versatility of the jets. Yeah. We're able to move the jet packs around. Yeah. I have a daughter that's shorter than I am, so she always puts the rain shower, which is kind of a tickly one, yeah. in the short seat. Mm-hmm. I can move it back to my seat that I have a kind of a long torso, so it's I like the versatility. And, and then, you know, the number one thing that got me was um, it's, it's up to uh, 90% less plumbing underneath the shell, so... You know, less problems. Yeah. Right,
0: yeah. right. Fewer things to break and go wrong. And, yeah. you know, now is the time. Take advantage of it. We're here at the Bluffdale location, 668 West, 146 South. Drop by and take advantage of this. Cindy, it is always great to see you. Thank you, as Thank always, you. for jumping on.
5: Remember, it's three days only. This is this is it. Yep.
0: Got to take advantage of it. Yep. All right. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks. All right. We are here at Bullfrog Spas. Uh, thanks to Austin for keeping the, the ship afloat. Uh, we're going to have Howard Beck coming up at four o'clock, so stay tuned for that. Jordan Pendleton will be on the show at four thirty. Gordon has a list prepared, uh, so we we do have a lot to do. Uh, but just to just to fill everybody in on on why we're getting on the air a little bit late today, uh, and and Johnny is here and uh, he is doing a great job as our our on site engineer today. But uh, Johnny and I are sitting here. We're we're connected. We're here <laughs> well well before showtime, as usual. Yeah. And and Gordon, I hear this. I hear this crackling sound coming out of the the headphones. You
1: Quite never cool. like to hear
0: that. No, n- not good. And then the the piece of equipment, we call it a Comrex, the piece of equipment that that gets us on the air from our our remote broadcasts just all of a sudden dark. <laughs> <laughs> just it goes from crackling
1: it it to, to to dead. <laughs> and Johnny and I both thought, "You know what? That I don't that's not good." No. That that It is- didn't burst into flames and there was no smoke involved, but uh there was nothing. You, you hear bad sounds, and then it goes
0: to just completely not working and unable to turn it back on. That, that, is, that, is not, that is not good. So then Bert brought by another piece of equipment. Bert threw the equipment into the van down at the warehouse in Orem and uh, drove um, uh, speed limit only, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, all the way here to Bluffdale and uh, and saved the day. So shout out to, uh, to Bert Facer.
1: And then and then johnny connected every, about a thousand wires you know if it had been left to me to do that uh it would take me about an hour and a half it took johnny about uh 35 seconds to put this whole thing together so we're here call me impressed we're ready to go
0: uh you are in a good mood i'm in a terrific mood
1: which is unusual what that you're in a good mood No, that that I, you are. i'm in a good mood yeah. no
0: are you kidding me i'm a ray of sunshine over here yeah because you have a bullfrog spa you come in relaxed
1: (laughs) you come in to
5: work relaxed
1: and ready to go I I that would fix every problem you have that's my answer I, i think that's it yeah and with the sales they have here you might as well jump aboard now all right so coming up next we will launch into gordon's list you want to give us a little tease oh it's a good one it is a good one today all right i feel i feel very very confident that uh it will inform and entertain. Howard Beck at the top of the four o'clock hour, Jordan Pendleton at four thirty. Uh we're gonna do
0: jazz pregame. I'm gonna be here all the way up until the tip off uh for the game a little bit after seven o'clock. So we are live here at Bullfrog Spa's in Bluffdale. Oh, I and I'm burying the lead here, Gordon. We've got jazz gear galore for you. We have we have Look at this stuff. We have shirts. We have the desk ornaments that are uh, taking everything by, uh, taking the world by storm. And then we also have bullfrog gear to give away where we've got a ton of cool bull, bullfrog stuff. Uh, shirts, hats, beanies. I mean, this uh, we, we've got a ton of stuff. So we need to get our listeners out here because we're hooking you up. Come and get it. All right. Uh, 668 West, 146 South. Just off the, I mean, just west of I-15 right off that 146 South exit. You could couldn't... be easier. Yeah, super easy. All right. Come see us. More next. 97.5 and 1280
2: The Zone.
4: This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
2: He's Frank Dolce. Frank, it's a real thing. Utah is in the mix for a potential playoff spot. Even if Utah goes through undefeated, beats Oregon, who who has
4: also gone through the rest of their season without taking a loss, I think it's not difficult for me, but I think it's going to be difficult for people on the committee to take a one-loss Utah team over a one-loss team of anybody who sits in the top four right now. I think there's a bias. Even if it's Oregon, I, I think that it's really going to be difficult for that committee to pick a one-loss Pac-12 team versus a one-loss any other team that's up there. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network.
0: Welcome on back. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone live at Bullfrog Spas. Come see us here in Bluffdale, 668 West, 146 South, uh, just west off 515. Just jump off the exit, uh, 288 and head toward Bluffdale. In fact, we feel terrible, Gordon. We had a listener who came in at the beginning of, uh, of that break. And uh, we talked to him, Ni- nicest dude in the world. Very nice. He uh, he asked us if we had uh, a pair of jazz tickets to give away, and we said no because we didn't. We and had. Then,
1: we said, "Oh man, we gave eight pair away the, on Wednesday," and uh, he was he was disappointed. And then uh, they honestly, Kurt, our
0: our sales manager here at the Zone, comes. He must have passed him in the parking <laughs> lot. And Kurt drops off five pair of tickets to tonight's game in the Ford Fan Zone, and so if that listener is listening, we have a pair of tickets for you. Come back, get on back, come here on back. back
1: as soon as you can. And then the other tickets we will give to various listeners of the show.
0: What do you What do you want to do next? Uh, you want You want to save, or do you want to get started? What do you want to do? Uh, the next person that comes in and quacks like a duck. All right. Here, you, you get to hand them the tickets. You get to judge the quack. Congratulations. Next person in here to quack like a duck, we're hooking you up. Uh, we also want to remind you to join us. The big show at Jimmy's Flowers coming up on Tuesday, next Tuesday, 3 to 6, 70 South Main Street in Bountiful. Their brand spanking four seventy South. I, I apologize. Get it right, will you? Well, I'm, I'm reading it from right here where it says 70. <laughs> Four Seventy South Main Street, there in Bountiful. Very excited to go hang out with the gang at Jimmy's Flowers in their new location. Yeah. All right, uh, Gordon. We've got Howard back uh, coming up next, but let's knock a thing or two off the list, shall we? All right, we shall. Austin, back in the studio. Hit it.
4: And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 975-1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. History.
1: You know what I got here? Cocaine. I got a bag of cocaine right here. That's what I got. To infinity and beyond! Why would you put mixed nuts in your pocket? Doesn't he look like the kind of guy, the old school guy, that would be reading the newspaper naked in the in the, in the the locker room? The moral of the story is don't hold in a sneeze, although you don't want to sneeze all over people, but you don't want to blow a hole in your throat either. This is the Gordon's List, brought
0: to you by our friends at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Uh, by the way, we already got the quack. We did. That was very fast. It was. That was very fast. So we have uh, we have more tickets that we'll give out throughout the show. Just stay tuned. All right, where are we starting?
1: All right, do you want to start with the traditional stuff or do you want to start with the crazy stuff? Let's start crazy because we're going to get more traditional with Howard Beck at the top okay. of the 4 o'clock hour. All right. Um, what the hell's the matter with Jimmy Butler? What do you mean, what's the matter with did Jimmy Butler? Did you see that video of him? No, what I did he- not. You didn't see this? No, I missed it. What's going on? Jimmy Butler was being interviewed post-game, and a couple of his teammates came up behind and were kind of making faces and stuff, and one of them high-fived him, and he ordered them to get away and to go to the locker room. In like, a, in a, in like an ugly kind of way? Well, in a very stern way. He said, go to the locker room, and it happened twice. He said, go to the locker room. And then the interviewer said, "Don't you like being you know bombed by your teammates?" And he said, "It's not about them right now, it's about me." <laughs> what? Jimmy, let me give you some advice, okay? Don't do that. No oh, wonder. No he wonder is. your teammates don't like you. He is one of a kind. He they really were is. just having fun, you know? It's kind of like when Donovan squirts people with the water bottle yeah. and all that sort of thing, and he is ordering them to get out of the picture. Well, you know, it's, it's Jimmy time.
2: <laughs> what, what is it that you don't enjoy about the video bottles? Huh? Uh, it's not about them
1: right now. It's about me.
0: <laughs> He's just a – Jimmy Butler is just a different guy. I mean, dude, my favorite Jimmy Butler story, honestly, is when he stormed into practice for the Timberwolves and picked the, the yeah. four scrubs on the bench and played in a, in a game against the rest of the starting lineup and beat them. It's just hilarious. And then didn't he leave? He, he said something to Scott Layden and then stormed out of
1: practice. I don't have a problem with him telling his teammates, go to the locker room, go to the locker room. But his reason for it absolutely sucked. Well, it's Jimmy time, man. Give me a break. It's kind of like Gordon time. You just, no. you know, you don't step no, you, on you Gordon's you toes. No, you don't treat people that way. I, I have a problem with that. Is Deion Sanders really going to coach Florida State? No, no. You think this is all just a bunch of hooey? It's, it's not. No, that's, that's not
0: happening. I think they're just doing it to publicity reasons, that sort
1: of thing. It's, I think it would be cool. I wish he would do it. Seriously. No, how would it would be a disaster. What does Dion know about coaching football? Uh, well, he knows football. He's a smart guy. He's articulate. He's completely he's, unqualified. And, uh, maybe completely unqualified in some ways, but he would be a heck of a recruiter, in my opinion. I, I think he'd, he'd be terrific. But, but should he get one of the best jobs in college football? Uh, if he can win. If See, this just has ending disaster written all over it. There's a report out that says Steph Curry's injury is worse than thought and he won't play again for the rest of the season. That would be unfortunate. And let me wrap up this little set of items. I have 11 more after these. But um, after that bad news, let me give you some good news. Every time... Tampa Bay Bucks receiver Chris Godwin catches a pass this season. He donates fifty bucks along combined with other donations from folks to help rescue dogs. Wow, oh, that's cool. That is really cool. A dog lover? He is a dog lover. All right. Fifty bucks. I, good for uh for Chris Godwin. How many catches do you have? Yeah, I think he has like fifty four so far, wow. or something like okay. that. So he's saving dogs. I like it. All right, coming up next, we'll talk to Howard Beck for
0: your NBA Daily Assist. But, of course, we are live here at the Bluffdale location of Bullfrog Spas. And our good friend Cindy joins us once again, just west of I-15, off exit 288. And uh, we were talking earlier, Cindy, this this is the time with this sale, and it's only going on for a couple more days.
5: Right. Um, the savings on all of our in-stock models is unbelievable. Um, we... Uh, also, we're having uh, 36 months interest-free financing on top of that, so people can save a lot of money if they come in and buy in the next three days.
0: Well, you know, folks out there probably think, like, I'm not Gordon Monson. I can't afford one of those. The truth is you can, mm-hmm. and, and you know, the financing obviously helps, but uh, the way you guys are marking these things down, absolutely you can.
5: Yeah, and, and very low maintenance. They're very energy efficient. Um it, you know, the California Energy Commission's, um even said that we're one of the lowest in energy costs.
0: So it's a three-day sale. It ends coming up tomorrow, so mm-hmm. people need to get down here tonight, or, or if you can't get down here tonight, uh, tomorrow. You, I know you've got models right out front as well as your right. beautiful showroom, so you can right. take a look at everything. Yeah. And, of course,
1: uh, Gordon, you know this, the Bullfrog, they do it different than everybody else with those jetpacks. Oh, yeah. It's great technology and uh, very comfortable and easy to take care of. But, Cindy, I'm a little offended. Why <laughs> did that? you – Why you were sitting here, and now <laughs> you're sitting over by Jake. What happened?
5: I'm being directed. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. It's because Johnny Gotta likes me more. even here. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I, I can – I have a Bullfrog Spa. My family uh, loves it. And uh, I have not a single complaint about that thing. We've had it for, like, four years. I I, I lose track of time, but uh, we've loved it.
5: Well, I'm like you. I bought my spa before I even worked for the company. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So come by and see us uh, just west of I-15 off exit 288. Cindy, thank you very much. Thank you. All right. The great Howard Beck joins us. Coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.